Hello, my beautiful Woman Inc. listeners. Welcome back. My guest this week is Allison Ellsworth. Allison is the co-founder and chief brand officer of Poppy, a modern functional prebiotic soda designed for the next generation. Poppy was born from Allison's relentless pursuit to build the perfect healthy soda, one full of flavor, real digestive health functionality, and clean ingredients that are good for you. In 2015, she started having a variety of health problems and discovered that apple cider vinegar could reset and naturally detox her body. She started drinking ACV every day and within two weeks, all of her symptoms subsided. Since drinking ACV alone is not the best taste, Allison went to her kitchen and began experimenting working around the clock to create a better tasting ACV beverage made with real fruit juice. The result was Poppy, we all know and love, which launched in 2017 and later rebranded in spring 2020. Allison is widely recognized as a pioneer in the beverage product development, and she is the recipient of the prestigious Best New Beverage Award from the publishers of BevNet in 2016. After gaining early traction at a local farmer's market, yes, a farmer's market, Allison and her husband, Stephen, took their vision to the next level and pitched their beverage on ABC's Shark Tank. The pair secured a six-figure investment from Rohan Oza and have since received additional investment and guidance from Rohan's CAVU Venture Partners. I was blown away, you guys, by the success of Poppy after hearing their numbers, especially their Amazon numbers. Absolutely amazing. And I just have so much respect for how Allison started this company. Quintessential entrepreneur. Love that she was in her kitchen, like experimenting, creating Poppy. It's just such an incredible story of how when you are passionate about something, you can literally create whatever you want. I hope that you find the inspiration that you need in this chat. Now, let's get on over to my conversation with Allison. Welcome to the Woman Inc. podcast. This is the place for the new generation of women looking to lead the life of their absolute dreams. I'm your host, Jenna Toddy, entrepreneur, life coach, and strategist for modern businesswomen and entrepreneurs. I am a city girl, sriracha lover, and that friend who will hype you up when you forget how powerful you truly are. I am on a mission to make Women Inc. the most powerful network of women who are leveling up, owning what they want, and becoming who they've always wanted to be. Have you ever wondered what it would look like if you went all in on yourself? No turning back. If so, you are in the right place, my girl. Let's get started. Allison, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm so excited to finally meet you. I'm so excited to be here. I keep having all these people that bring up your brand when I'm on calls. They're like, oh yeah, we work with Poppy. I'm like, oh, I'm interviewing her. (laughs) That's so fun. Have you tried, have you tried Poppy yet? Oh, I'm obsessed. Oh, good. Okay. I was like, hopefully we like, hopefully they got you some or whatever, but I'm always like, I hope you've tried it before you chat. (laughs) Oh my God. Always. That's actually really big for me. I'm like, if someone, especially something you taste, like an oat milk brand or something. I'm always like, can you send it to me so I can try it and make sure I like it? Or else it has to be authentic. 1000%. 1000%. Yeah. 
percent. Okay, so you have an amazing story. I'm really excited to dig into it. But can you kind of reverse back a bit and tell us what you were doing prior to starting Poppy? Yes. So previous to starting Poppy, which is absolutely insane, I worked in oil and gas research. <laughs> I used to travel the U.S. I traveled the U.S. for like seven years. I've driven to every single state. Uh, I used to go in and I'd do like the research before a project and I would live in like small towns in the middle of nowhere. And honestly, that's part of the story of like how I got started with Poppy because I don't know if you travel, but when you're on the road, it's hard to have access to like good food and like gyms and like health and wellness. And you're just like tired and not sleeping. And so it kind of just like was a big toll on my body. Yeah. It's horrible. I'm <laughs> You're so fine. I, I've gotten face FaceTimes before. <laughs> we'll cut it out. Um, yeah, no, I am. I travel all the time. I used to travel every other week at like the 7 a.m. flight and constantly felt that way. I've just so thrown off from my normal routine and never being able to get back. Yeah. And so it was when I was on the road and not feeling great, it's all of a sudden I was having a ton of health issues. So I was, my stomach was always bloated. I like, my face was breaking out like horrible acne. I was so tired and I was just like, what is going on? I'd never like gone through anything like that before. And this is like 10 years ago before gut health was like cool and like on trend and what everybody was talking about. So I was so sick of, I started going to doctors and I swear I spent like thousands and thousands of dollars going to doctors trying to figure out what's going on. And they just kept throwing medication at me. They were like, here's another pill, like have at it. And it almost made me sicker from the symptoms of everything they were trying to put me on that I got fed up and went online and started Googling my symptoms, <laughs> which I know I'm sure you've done that, right? A million times. Yeah. One time I like found, it said I had the plague. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You're like, okay, this isn't right. But one thing, one thing I like came across was apple cider vinegar. And so I Googled it and they were like, just drink it. It'll help reset and detox your body. I don't know. Have you ever taken a straight shot of vinegar before? Yes. Not enjoyably, but it's, I know. Right. And it's not sustainable. Everyone's like, I know it's good for you, but I don't think I can do this daily. And that's kind of where I was. So I started like drinking it every single day. And I was like, wow, my symptom, my stomach start, stopped bloating. My skin was clearing up. And I was like, I had this like newfound like lease on life. And so I started working out more. I went gluten-free. I started like, wow, look what I put in my body can actually affect how I feel. It was like healing myself like naturally for like food and wellness versus like medical pills and like trying to keep the same lifestyle I was doing. And the that problem came up is like, I was like, okay, I love this stuff, but I can't do the taste of straight vinegar every day. Um, and that's like when I went to the kitchen, started playing around. I was like, I got to make this taste better. Wow. So it wasn't even like, I'm going to create a healthy soda brand or prebiotic soda. It was like, I just am going to find a better way to drink apple cider vinegar. Yeah. And it was one thing that was really important to me, though, is I wanted to create something that was like healthy and tasted good. So usually those two things do not go together, right? It's like you either get either or. But um, since I started from my health issues, I was like, okay, I can't just also add sugar and like juice and like no one to drink their calories type of situation. And so I came up with the first version of Poppy at that time. And I started just sharing it with everyone because I was really excited. So I'd be like, 
trying to get my husband and my neighbors and my my family. I remember like coming home to Thanksgiving one time and like I had like this big bag of like my mason jars and I was like, everyone try my, you should have seen my family's face. They were like, you want me to drink vinegar? Like, what are you talking about? Um, and then once they tried it, they were like, oh, holy crap, this tastes insane. This is so good. And I was like, maybe I have something here. So that's kind of when the, like the entrepreneurial spark started where I was like, okay, I created something. People are like kind of obsessed with it. Maybe I should sell this. Oh my God. Wait. Okay. So did you have like, were you a really good cook or did you have any sort of like experience? Right. Yeah. No, it's so crazy. Like it's literally my favorite hobby in the world is to spend time in the kitchen. It's like my happy place. Everyone's like, what do you do for like just de-stress? I'm like, I go cook. And so for me, it was like a really natural thing. And even to this day, like I still make like all of our new flavors. Like I'm still very involved in that whole process. So still very close and near and dear to my heart. But I started just sharing it. And then me and my husband at that time, I was like, okay, this like living on the road life, it's obviously doing a toll on my health health and wellness. We like bought a house. We moved back to Texas and Dallas, Texas. I got pregnant with our first. And I was like, I don't want to go back on the road. I don't want to like live this life. So I started selling it at our local farmer's market because I can't sit still. And within like three weeks of selling out every single week, it was absolutely insane. We'd make like triple and we'd sell. We'd make like... 10 times and sell out. The Whole Foods buyer was there with her mom and she came by our booth and she's like, you guys, like everyone's talking about this. You have to be in Whole Foods. This is so good. It was such a major break. I know. It doesn't, that stuff like, it doesn't happen. It was a sign. It was meant to be like, do you know how, I mean, if you're listening, how hard it is to get a Whole Foods buyer to even just like email you or respond to an email saying like, sorry, no. That's incredible. It's so good. We had no nutritionals. We were like in these little mason jars. And I remember looking at Stephen and be like that, like Whole Foods wants our product. And it, I always look back now on that. If we knew now what we knew then, like, I don't know if we would have gone for it. We we're like, all right, we have to open our own production facility. I like went full in. We like invested our life savings, maxed our credit cards, all this stuff. Looking back, like you don't want to manufacture yourself. Anyone out there listening, do not manufacture yourself. I get it at the beginning, but it was like, oh, we don't know how to do this. We didn't know about co-packers and like all these other avenues. But what the good news, because we did manufacture ourselves, we know how to make our products. So like when we're dealing with our current co-packers and our manufacturers, like we know our product and it gives us a little bit of an edge. So double-edged sword. (laughs) For sure. It's like doing customer service in the early days. Like don't recommend it, but really learn your business. Yeah. You know, your customer. I, yeah, I had to stop doing customer service because someone would be like, oh, I don't like the can color. And I'm like, really? <laughs> you get all like personal. You're like, it's like a personal dig. And I'm like, okay, I got it. I can't, I have to step away from this. <laughs> I know. I did that with Hotel Collection, the company I am the president of. And it was like four in the morning. I was, I had like a fake customer service name and I would like look them up on Facebook. I was like, why are you so mean? Like, who is this person? It's like, yeah, it goes deep. Yeah. You're like, no, no. So no, it was was just like such a crazy ride. And, and we just immediately started seeing success. And we got into local Whole Foods in Dallas and we got to the point where we needed capital and we had put our life savings in. My sister and my dad would give us some money, like super, super, like, I think we had raised like a hundred thousand dollars and that included what we had put in. And we went, went on Shark Tank and that's when it like, we got serious and it, 
It was one of those situations with Shark Tank. Once again, we didn't know. Like we went to the open casting call and like stood in line. I think most people just like apply online nowadays or Shark Tank reaches out to you. But I look back and I like wouldn't change a thing. It's like everything has got us here. But um, we definitely did everything like the like super like we don't know. Let's just do it. Let's just try like go for it type of mentality. And I think it was good. That's really brave. I think just being on Shark Tank is really brave. (laughs) It's so insane. Like the whole process of them. Once they tell you like, like we went to the open casting call and we kept getting to other stages, other stages. By this time we had launched a product. I'd had our first kid. We were in Whole Foods. We'd been in it a year. I was actually pregnant with our second because I truly believe like you don't have to pick, like you can be a mom and a badass woman and like have kids and build a career. So I'm now pregnant with my second going into Shark Tank and they're like, hey, you um, are going to be on. You're going to be on Beyond. And it was the type of thing that they waited the last minute. I ended up going on Shark Tank nine months pregnant. had the baby 10 days later. Like that's no. how much I was like, I'm not giving up on this dream. <laughs> Stop. I need to watch this episode. That is amazing. So ridiculous. The good news is, is like I had to stay calm because I was like, I'm not going to go into labor on national TV. <laughs> so that would get me calm. <laughs> right. No one would ever forget. Wow. And yeah, you got a deal, right? From the show. We ended up getting a deal and we not only got a deal, I feel like we got like a jackpot because the shark that we got to deal with, he's a beverage shark. And so he's built some of the most amazing like beverage bands up until this point. So it wasn't like you come on and no offense, I love Mark Cuban, but it's like you get a deal with him. He has a hundred other Shark Tank deals. They have a team that they deal with you. Well, Rowan, I think he has like one other or two other Shark Tank deals. So we like, he's on our board. Like we have access to him and his knowledge and he's very like influential in our business. And it's such like a one up to like what I think a lot of other people deal with on the show, which is so amazing. Yeah, that's such a good point. Yeah, I I was reading about your deal with him and I didn't know who he was, but it seems like you've had, you've worked with him super closely. Yeah, so he worked at like Coca-Cola for years and then like broke off on his own and he was like, um, worked on like vitamin water and buy and took them through billion dollar exits, right? And then he now has uh, Kavu Ventures, which is his equity firm. And they have they do like better for you products. So there's a lot of really amazing like hims and hers and beyond and, um, you know, hippies and health aid. There's just like really cool brands that he's been a part of. So it's it's definitely been really great to have him on our team. And, and he's also like a brand builder. So once we went on the show, we took a time afterwards. We're like, okay, went on and we got a deal. And he was very honest. He's like, look, you have a fantastic product. Your liquid's amazing. It's shelf stable. It's a soda replacement. It's like what this world needs, but your branding, it actually sucks. Like we're going to have to change the name. We got to do all this stuff. So we went through a huge rebrand before we actually launched the product after getting a deal. And how did you come up with the name Poppy? I know it's, it was, it was hard. It was almost like renaming our child. Previous, it was Mother Beverage, which was, we named it after the mother of vinegar. But we named it Poppy because we truly did the work on figuring out what was needed in the market. And soda hasn't been disrupted in, you know, 80 years, right? Like since the 20s, since like Coke and like all of that. So we were wanting to do a playoff of soda pop. So like Poppy Pop. 
And then on top of it, we're very colorful and bright and happy. And we just like pop off the shelf and we're like very poppy. It's like a very happy thing to say and it like rolls off. So there's a lot of like fun reasons why we did that. When do you think was the moment where you felt like you had a real company? You're like, I just went from making this in my kitchen at farmer's market to I am a world renowned brand. Like everyone I talk to knows your brand. You know, I think we're very lucky with, things that have happened from the Whole Foods Fire to Shark Tank to we launched Poppy in March of 2020. And little did we know, once again, all these things we didn't know looking back, but it was COVID, right? And we were like, oh, this isn't going to last. Let's keep launching. We went full force. We didn't even act like it was COVID. And we uh, shifted everything to digital on Amazon. And we made that decision really early on to be like a digital first brand, like right out the gate. Um, You know, more people were concerned with like toilet paper at that time than putting product on the shelf. And that first month, I think we did like $9,000 on Amazon and we're like, oh my God, this is horrible. Like what have we done? Like type situation. But then in April, the next month, we had filmed an update on Shark Tank with our new brand and it aired. And it's like, how often is everyone sitting at home on a Friday night? But April of 2020 during month two of lockdown, it was like one of their most viewed episodes. Our website broke. It was absolutely insane. We went within that three week period of doing $9,000 to $150,000 in three weeks on Amazon to like 200, 300, 400. And we've just like a month, like it's been absolutely insane. And so I think even like right off the gate, we started getting cues like, uh, this is insane. And then like Whole Foods, we were locally in Dallas. They're like, okay, you guys are a global brand. Like we went from like regional in Dallas to nationwide Whole Foods in a year. Like that doesn't happen either. Usually you have to test out like a few markets and then Sprouts like nationwide. Everyone just like kept taking it. They're like, this is needed in our store. This is like disruptive. It's revolutionary. It's just different. It's new, right? And it was just like such a momentum and we're, we're, we haven't seen it slow down, right? Like I think we're the fastest growing beverage in the nation right now under liquid death. And it's just been absolutely insane. It's insane. I'm like so crazy for you. Yeah. this I know it's so exciting, right? (laughs) So exciting. And it's like taking a moment to say that and to feel that because when you're working nonstop at growing something, I think those moments are so important to be like, I just did this. Like you were in your kitchen making vinegar drinks and now look at where you are. It's incredible. But I think it shows the passion, right? Because I didn't start the company to be like, I'm going to start this because I need a business to get rich. Like I truly started this because I had a problem and I needed a solution. And then I wanted to share it with everyone. And I think that comes through with the passion and how the brand comes across across. It's like everything we do is super authentic and real. And it's it's been crazy. Like in that March of 2020, it was me and my husband, Steven, who are the two founders. We started together. And then now we have over 80 people that work for us, right? In just two and a half years. Like the amount of growth we've seen is insane. Insane. So yeah, let's talk about your team. So first I was going to ask you, did you have any experience when you were on the oil and gas side with scaling and growing businesses or was that your husband's forte? No. And you know, it's so interesting because I think as an entrepreneur, you kind of just like say yes and figure it out (laughs) afterwards. So for me, I'm like the creative, I'm the visionary. I'm like have been running our marketing. Like I I do like our TikTok and our socials and our community, our product development and packaging. Like I do all of that, like fun stuff. Well, my husband like thrives in spreadsheets and P&Ls and like logistics and operations. So we made just like a really good team right off the bat. But 
Because what we've seen is like we scaled so quick, so fast. We're so humbled to understand, no, we don't have a background to be able to run a hundred million, 200 million, $300 million company. And we want to get there and we want to go beyond. So just recently, we started bringing in people to compliment us in those areas that have experience. We just brought on like a CEO. He came over from Talking Rain. They were doing over 800 million in revenue a year. Like we want to literally take on big soda. And so it's it's one of those things that we've gotten us here to this point. We've done a, an amazing job. We probably could continue to carry the company, but mistake costs money, money costs time. I don't want to do any of that. And it's like surrounding us by really smart, effective people. And like we learned that I think really early on with Rohan is like, if you have people that have done it and are experienced and they trust us to not like switch things up and like all of a sudden do things crazy, then it really is like such a beautiful success to work together and see it grow. That's really important, I think. Really, really important and hard to let go of. But I think that entrepreneurs know where to let go. Yeah. So what is the goal for your... I mean, you're in so so many stores. Your omni-channel approach is clearly very strong. What is the goal? Like, what are you looking at as far as the next year, the year after with everything happening in the economy? Like, how are you thinking about growth in the company? Yeah, so I think the one benefit of launching during COVID is like, we don't know what life is like before with all of these like crazy sourcing and like the, you know, quote unquote, I don't want to say recession, you know, like all of these things that we've always had to be really omni focused because if you think about it, we've never been able to do like in real life activations, like demos have been off the table for the most of the time we've been a company. So we've always had to find ways to like break through and be a little bit different in those spaces. So For now, I feel like we've grown so quick where we're in most big retailers from like Target, Whole Foods, Sprouts, you know, Walmart. We're we're just trying to like double down with our current partners and like drive velocity. So at the end of the day, brand awareness for Poppy, I think is is still relatively low versus like a Coca-Cola, right? Let's be real. We have a lot to do just to get people to learn about Poppy. And it's what we're finding within our like marketing tactics and sales tactics is, we are pure brand awareness driven. We're not a performance marketing company. So the more people that know about us, we have like an 86% trial rate if you learn about us. It's unheard of. And then like our retention is like 70%. It's like if you try us, you're going to try us again and you want to seek it, you want to try it, you want it, to... It's it's crazy. So we know if we can just get... If you can hear about us, like you are probably going to want to try it and then you're probably going to stick around. So we aren't, we're just, just going for it. Like brand awareness, brand awareness, brand awareness. And we're seeing a lot of success there through TikTok. TikTok. This is incredible. So you don't spend (laughs) on Facebook ads. So it's interesting. I was one of the first brands to get us onto the platform of TikTok, like back in 2020, when everyone really wasn't playing in the space. And I had one video one night, I was like, sitting on my couch at home. And I just told the story of why I started the company, my health issues, Shark Tank, and literally what I just told you. I went to bed, I woke up the next day, had millions of views and we had done over $100,000 in like that night on Amazon. And it just opened our eyes to it. I mean, I had the board, like board down, like everyone tell me, Allison, TikTok's stupid. Don't not do this. Like everybody was like, don't do this. And I was like, no, this is the way of the future. And I was really vocal about it. 
And we've just seen our community grow. Like Poppy has probably over 600 million views on our hashtag on the platform in two years. We've grown our email SMS list to over 400,000. We have like we pulse that list during like prime day or big activations or like insider sales type of situation where we've been able to pulse ourselves where you like get your community, you tell them you're on sale, they go on Amazon, they purchase, it repogs us and puts us like on bestsellers lists. We've been on top grocery number four in all of Amazon and grocery. We've like, it's been incredible what the TikTok community has done for Poppy. And so with that said, yes, I think our paid is like four to one. Now, sometimes like we'll turn off, we'll turn off meta just to like pulse TikTok because it's so powerful. It's insane. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. That's amazing. And so you're not being affected at all by iOS update and all of that because you're just so... The beautifulness is it never affect, affected us because we decided to be Amazon from day 100%. We are not direct consumer on our website. We've never been direct consumer on a website. So when that hit, we've never had our customer data. Like we've never had that ability of like, if someone goes to our website, they add to cart, they, they actually check out on Amazon. We don't know if they go through and fully purchase. And so we've always had to figure out other tactics to like, understand and be a little bit different and be okay with not knowing, which is hard. Um, and so when that all happened, it didn't affect us because we'd never dealt with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that just like gives me massive anxiety because I'm direct consumer (laughs) and I know everything your customers and I'm like, that just to give away that is, and be this big is wild to me. I know. I know it blows people's mind, but it's working so amazing. Like, like for example, like last prime day in July, we had our list and we started ramping up. We did some giveaways and we were telling people to go and we got some videos to organically start going on TikTok. We paid behind it. The flywheel started going. They started going to Amazon. We started hitting the deals page. It was like all this craziness to where we did in like a five day period over a million dollars and $550,000 on one day on Amazon just by pulsing the system of our current customers. But it's not, it's like, but we, we know them because we've got them to our website. We do have that customer data, but it's like, it's harder on the Amazon, like knowing that customer, but that's okay. We're okay with that. Yeah. 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 You're making that much money. You're like, I don't know. Yeah. And you're building that. It's crazy, right? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So as far as you running the business and you went from, you know, a one person team and then having your husband, how have you found the transition of leading a team husband for you? Yeah. It's really hard as an entrepreneur to get out of the weeds and like, not just say, I'll do it myself. Um, and I'm still struggling with that. To be a hundred percent honest, it's it's very hard for me. But I'll be also honest in saying when I see someone else on the team do that, it's almost more rewarding. And then you can slowly start letting go and trusting. So it's pushed me to start letting go and trusting a lot earlier with a lot of things. And it's like I'd rather someone fail quick and then like teach and learn and grow than like failing slowly over time and getting frustrated and then doing it myself. So it's been a, it's been interesting. Um, my team knows this about me. I'm like very in it with them. They feel very like connected with me, but I'm slowly letting go. It's and it, it kind of is freeing too. Like I got to let the baby poppy thrive on its own. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
Yes. And I love how you mentioned like being a mom and you have three kids, right? I do. Three boys. Oh my God. And you look like you're like 21. Um, I'll take it. <laughs> you really do. So how has that been? Like, I don't have kids yet. And that's always my fear. It's just like, how do you, what do you prioritize? How do you prioritize? No, of course you prioritize your family, but like, how do you prioritize Sometimes. That? Yeah. It's yeah. Like how- I mean, all I know is that they are the reason I'm doing what I'm doing. Like they're, they're like my drive of, to build a future for them, build something that they can say, wow, mom, I'm really proud of you. I mean, honestly, they think we make like every beverage. They're so young. I have like a six, a five-year-old and an eight-month-old. So it's like, <laughs> so they're like, mom, do you make this? Do you make, I'm like, no, baby, we just make poppy. Um, <laughs> so, but they're, but they see it. And then it's so funny, like on the weekends, they'll be out in like the front of our house, like selling poppy on the corner. Like I see the entrepreneurial like spirit starting them. So for me, it's okay And it's okay to focus on Poppy sometimes and to focus on my kids. And I just have a great network with my mom and Steven and like all this stuff. But yeah, of course there's guilt. It's tough, but I'll be honest. I'm really big on family within the company. Like you can talk to anybody within their company. Like I'm, if you have a baby or you have a kid, like we had like a national meeting where the entire company came out and I brought my baby and like one of our other, you know, workers, she had a new baby too. I was like, bring your baby. Like, if it's going to bring less stress for you to like be there and do this and you're going to work harder, like it's okay. I don't feel like you have to choose. I breastfeed on Zooms. You know, the camera's from here up. Like nobody knows. There's plenty of times that like I'm holding him or he's strapped to me and my husband does it too. He'll be on a finance call with the baby strapped to him and he's like on Zoom. Like it's just, we need to normalize that. You know what I mean? It's, it's okay. Yes. <laughs> you don't have to pick. No, you don't have to pick. I love that. Okay. So as far as your advice for women who want to start their own company, what would you say is your number one that you would share? I would say networking. Honestly, I think there's so much power in other women supporting women. And anytime someone like reaches out to me and it's like a female, don't get me wrong. I love like in general helping entrepreneurs, but I have a soft spot for like other female badasses. And it's just like helping. And it's so rewarding for people that have been there and can tell that story and hopefully make less mistakes. So I always say like networking, go to like local business things, get involved. Like there's so many like free programs Nowadays, there's so many digital, like you can sit on a Zoom with your babies in the background to listen and learn and and, and soak in and get on social, tell your story, don't be afraid. Um, nowadays, I mean, TikTok's powerful. You can get on and TikTok made me buy. It's a real thing. It's not just work for me. It's worked for a lot of other people. So good. Did you have an Amazon agency, by the way, or were you doing it all yourself? Yeah, no, we early, early on brought on an agency um, and we've gone through a few at this point. Just like you, sometimes you have to like start and then you like upgrade and upgrade and upgrade and that's okay. Like you, you really do need that partner and they're with you. Like it's a beast. Oh my gosh. It's the wild west. I don't know what we would do without our agency. Yeah, no, us too. It's insane. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Allison, thank you so much. This is the best story. This is going to inspire so many women. I know. And like I said, I think just like reaching out and doing those things, but I truly, I'm a big believer in TikTok. I know I've been talking about it, but 
there's so many people on there that telling their story and people want to see the beat behind the scenes and they want to see like the up story where you're like in your kitchen with your baby on your hip or not baby, right? Like we be young females with, without kids too. Just doing what you're doing and telling your story, like people love that. So just be passionate about whatever you do. You know what I mean? Because it's like nothing worse than like getting up and not loving what you do every day. So good. Thank you so Ah, much. Thank you for having me. Where can everyone find you, by the way? Now I have to follow you on TikTok. (laughs) I know, right? Yeah, no. So we're, we're of course, Amazon, but no, we're sold in Target and Whole Foods and Sprouts and Walmart, Kroger, Safeway, Publix. It's almost easier to say like where we're not now, but you can definitely (laughs) go to our website, um, drinkpoppy.com and check out our store locator. So good. And what's your TikTok handle? It's Drink Poppy. Drink Poppy. Thank you so much. No, thank you. Okay, I hope you enjoyed this episode and are feeling so fired up to go out there and create that business or side hustle that's been on your to-do list, you know, a little bit longer than you care to admit. It is never too late to make the first step towards the life you want more than anything else. And if you haven't already, make sure you are subscribed to the show so that you never miss an episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, keep becoming the woman of your wildest dreams.